the explosive new film, Flynn, Deliver the Truth, Whatever the Cost, exposes secrets behind the government's takedown of General Michael Flynn. Flynn knew what the intel world had been up to. He ordered the first audit of the use of contractors. This set off alarm bells. He told the truth. He was the most dangerous person for Donald Trump to hire. They had to get rid of Flynn. Flynn, Deliver the Truth, Whatever the Cost. Available now. Watch it today. Go to SalemNow.com. SalemNow.com. Today on Ring of Truth with Pastor Dan Sexton. For we are not fighting against flesh and blood enemies, but against evil rulers and authorities of the unseen world, against mighty powers in this dark world, and against evil spirits in the heavenly places. And we also see in the scriptures that both angelic beings and demonic beings are organized. They're given ranks, they're given assignments, they're given authority. Do you ever feel like you're having a day when nothing goes your way? Does it feel like there's an unseen force at work, determined to ruin your every move? In today's message, Pastor Dan talks about how there is a spiritual battle happening now. You could be fighting an evil force. There are powers of the dark world trying to stoke the fire of chaos. They are trying to tip the scales towards darkness. Your defense is found in Jesus Christ. He can be your defender and source of strength. Now, here's Pastor Dan in the book of Daniel, chapter 10, for today's edition of Ring of Truth. They weren't seeking first the kingdom of God in Jerusalem, and they suffered for it. How did they suffer? Economically. And all these economic problems in the the country. Because they weren't seeking first the kingdom of God. They weren't making God preeminent in the country. Isn't that interesting? So apparently, Daniel hears this news of what's happening in Jerusalem. He sees that very few people have returned, and he's grieved. And so he's fasting, he's praying, and as he's fasting and praying, he receives this message from God, and the message is given to us in chapters 11 and 12. Notice it says the message was true, meaning it will come to pass, it's trustworthy, and the appointed time was long. And you might have a little footnote there in your Bible for that phrase, the appointed time was long. The the phrase has the idea of intense battle or great conflict. Daniel learned that his people would experience great suffering in the years ahead. It's going to be a long, intense battle for the Jewish people all the way up to the kingdom age, which has been true so far. And so verse four now. Now, on the 24th day of the first month, as I was by the side of the great river, that is the Tigris River, I lifted my eyes and looked, and behold, a certain man clothed in linen, whose waist was girded with gold, his body was like beryl, his face like the appearance of lightning, 
his eyes like torches of fire, his arms and feet like burnished bronze and color, and the sound of his words were like the voice of a multitude. Now, note this. Daniel is fasting. He's praying for three weeks. When God gives him a vision of a man, he gives him a revelation. And who does he see in this revelation? He sees Jesus Christ in this revelation. This description here is nearly identical to the description of Jesus in Revelation chapter 1, verses 13 to 15. I'll read it to you. And in the midst of the seven lampstands, one like the Son of Man, clothed with a garment down to the feet and girded about the chest with a gold band. His head and his hair were white like wool, as white as snow, and his eyes like a flame of fire. His feet were like fine brass, as if refined in a furnace, and his voice as the sound of many waters. So get this, as Daniel was praying and fasting, Daniel is given a vision of Jesus Christ. This is what's known as a Christophany, an Old Testament appearance of Jesus Christ. Verse 7, And I, Daniel, alone saw the vision, for the men who were with me did not see the vision, but a great terror fell upon them so that they fled to hide themselves. Interesting, those that were with Daniel at the time he received this vision of Jesus Christ, they became terrified. They didn't see it themselves. Daniel sees it and somehow communicates to them what he has seen, and they become terrified. They fled away and hid themselves from Daniel. Now, you may find in your own life that when the Lord begins to reveal himself to you, Others around you perhaps may flee away from you and hide themselves from you and not really want to hang out with you anymore. Once you start sharing with them what the Lord has revealed to you and what the Lord has said to you and what the Lord has spoken to you or how the Lord is working in your life, you may find that some of your non-believing friends don't want to hang out around you anymore. And they may stop calling or texting or inviting you places with them. And you may feel like they're hiding themselves from you. You know, Jesus said, do not think I came to bring peace on earth. I did not come to bring peace, but a sword. Jesus divides. He divides relationships. In Galatians chapter 6, verse 14, the apostle Paul writes, listen to what he says. The world has been crucified to me and I to the world. Now, we, we usually uh, get that first part and kind of forget about the second part of what Paul said. The world is crucified to me. Now that I'm in Christ, I'm not interested in worldly things. The world is dead to me. But the other part, because I'm in Christ, I'm crucified to the world. To the world I've died. The world's not interested in me now that I'm following Christ. Daniel's friends split once he got this vision of Jesus Christ. Verse 8 says, Therefore, I was left alone when I saw this great vision, and no strength remained in me, for my vigor was turned to frailty in me, and I retained no strength. When did Daniel see this great vision of Jesus Christ? When he was left alone. 
Just as the Apostle John, when he was left alone on the island of Patmos, received the revelation of Jesus Christ. Often it's when we're left alone that God gives us a revelation of himself when there's no friends around and no busyness and no hectic schedule and no distractions. God can speak to us and God can reveal himself to us. It's good to get alone with the Lord and your Bible and just give God the opportunity to speak to you. Again, he he says, I was left alone when I saw this great vision and no strength remained in me. My vigor was turned to, to frailty in me and I retained no strength. Daniel was undone by what he saw, by what God showed him. He's, he's just completely wiped out here. He's got no strength. Verse 9, yet I heard the sound of his words, and while I heard the sound of his words, I, I was in a deep sleep on my face, <laughs> with my face to the ground. Daniel fell on his face. He, he passes out from seeing this vision of Jesus Christ. Again, much like John in the book of Revelation when he saw the Lord, it says he fell at his feet as, it, as if he were a dead man. Or like Isaiah the prophet, Isaiah chapter 6, he sees the Lord high and lifted up, seated on his throne in heaven, and the, you know, the, the train of the Lord fills the temple in heaven. And Isaiah said, woe is me, for I'm undone. Because I'm a man of unclean lips, and I dwell in the midst of a people of unclean lips, for my eyes have seen the King, the Lord of hosts. Woe is me. I'm undone. Or Peter in the New Testament. Peter fell down at Jesus' feet, saying, Depart from me, for I'm a sinful man, O Lord. You know, seeing Jesus in his power, seeing Jesus in his glory, it, it, it humbles people. It causes people to become aware of their own sinfulness and their own depravity in his presence and his holiness. And they're undone. People are undone, just wiped out by being in his presence. So verse 10 now says, suddenly, so he's on his face here. Suddenly a hand touched me, which made me tremble on my knees and on the palms of my hands. So he's on his hands and knees here. This is an angel that comes to Daniel to minister to him, as we'll see. You know, angels are real. They're real. Hebrews 1.14 says angels are ministering spirits sent forth to minister to those who will inherit salvation. So angels minister, serve believers, those who will inherit salvation. And we see this angel ministering to, to Daniel. Uh, Hebrews chapter 13 verse 2 says, Do not forget to show hospitality to strangers, for by so doing some people have shown hospitality to angels without knowing it. So angels can take on the appearance of of human beings. And Hebrews tells us that we've interacted with angels without even without even knowing it. Here, this angel came to Daniel and ministers to him as he's there on his face. And and he said to me, verse 11, oh, Daniel, man, greatly beloved. Understand the words that I speak to you and, and stand upright, stand up. I have now been sent to you. And while he was speaking this word to me, I, I stood trembling. Poor Daniel, right? I mean, he falls on his face. He passes out. He's so overwhelmed by the presence of the Lord. And 
Now he's standing there trembling as this angel is, is speaking to him. And I love that the angel says, greatly beloved. Daniel, you're greatly beloved. And, and he's going to tell Daniel this a total of three times. You're greatly beloved by the Lord. Pastor Dan will have more to share from today's Ring of Truth study in just a moment. But right now, we'd like to invite you to worship with us this Sunday morning. Here's Pastor Dan to tell you a little more. I heard recently that many people who listen to Christian radio are not part of a local church. Hey, if that's you, I'd like for you to join us this weekend as our guest at Calvary Chapel located in Columbia, Maryland. The teachings you've enjoyed here on Ring of Truth are from messages I've shared with the congregation at Calvary Chapel. We have two meeting times on Sundays at 9 and 11 a.m. You can find out more and get directions at our website, calvaryec.com. That's calvaryec.com. Now let's get back to today's message on Ring of Truth. We might think, well, of course Daniel was greatly beloved by the Lord. He's Daniel. You know, in the New Testament, it says that if you're in Christ, you're greatly beloved too. In Ephesians chapter 1, verse 6, it says that Jesus has made us accepted in the beloved. We're accepted in the beloved through Jesus Christ, through his death on the cross for our sins, his resurrection. The same phrase, accepted in the beloved, is translated elsewhere in the New Testament as highly favored. Listen, if you're in Christ, you're highly favored by God. Why well, I'm no Daniel, right, but you are highly favored by God because of Jesus, because of what Jesus did for you on the cross. He has made you highly favored in God's sight. Then he said to me, the angel speaking to Daniel, do not fear, Daniel. Look what it says. For from the first day that you set your heart to understand And to humble yourself before your God, your words were heard. I have come because of your words. Now, this is important for us to note here regarding prayer. Daniel's prayer was immediately heard in heaven. The day that he prayed it, it was heard in heaven. And this angel was dispatched to minister to Daniel. The Lord hears our prayers. If you're a believer in Jesus Christ, the Lord hears our prayers immediately. As soon as we pray. Now, sometimes uh, God answers our prayers with a yes. We like that answer. (laughs) Sometimes he answers, no. That's not what's best for you. You think that's what's best for you, but that's not what's best for you. Sometimes he says, Not yet or not now. I'm going to do that thing for you. I'm going to give you that. It's just not right now. You're going to have to wait a little bit. But I want you to see what happens here with Daniel, because this might be something you've never considered when you're praying. The angel tells Daniel, I have come because of your words. The angel was dispatched to Daniel in response to his prayer. The day that he prayed, the first day, The angel was sent, verse 13, but the prince of the kingdom of Persia withstood me 21 days. And behold, Michael, one of the chief princes, came to help me 
For I had been left alone there with the kings of Persia. Now I have come to make you understand what will happen to your people in the latter days. For the vision refers to many days yet to come. He he says here, the angel speaking says, "I, I was sent to you the day that you began to pray. But the prince of the kingdom of Persia withstood the angel that was dispatched to Daniel and delayed the angel from coming to Daniel for 21 days. Now, this prince that's mentioned here was a demonic being. And this demonic being tried to stop the angel from delivering God's message to Daniel. So sometimes God says yes to your prayer. All right. Sometimes God says no. Sometimes God says not yet. What we see here is that sometimes demonic forces can delay answers to prayer. Why hasn't God answered my prayer? Well, maybe he has, but the answer was intercepted by some demonic being And there is a battle going on right now in the unseen world that is keeping that answer from getting to you. Probably haven't thought of that. Now, this word prince here, it means ruler or authority. I want you to turn with me over to Ephesians chapter 6. Ephesians chapter 6. And this is a verse that is probably familiar to, to most of you. Ephesians chapter 6, verse 12. For we do not wrestle against flesh and blood, but against principalities, against powers, against the rulers of the darkness of this age, against spiritual hosts of wickedness in the heavenly places. There's an unseen world. There's a spiritual world. There's angels. There's demons. There's a battle taking place in this unseen world between good and evil, between angels and demons all the time. There's a battle raging. There's a war going on in the invisible world. And I want you to note here, this is important. Ephesians 6.12 says our battle is not really with flesh and blood. Our battle, our fight, is not really with humans or human opposition. But it's actually a spiritual battle, a supernatural battle in the unseen world that is playing out in human relationships that you have and that I have. And it's playing out in this world among humanity. But it's actually a spiritual battle. It's a supernatural battle in the unseen world against, again, principalities, powers, the rulers of the darkness of this age and spiritual hosts of wickedness in the heavenly places. Listen to the same verse in the New Living Translation. For we are not fighting against flesh and blood enemies, but against evil rulers and authorities of the unseen world against mighty powers in this dark world, and against evil spirits in the heavenly places. And we also see in the scriptures that both angelic beings and demonic beings are organized. 
They're given ranks. They're given assignments. They're given authority. They're assigned to geographic territories. That's what we see in Daniel chapter 10. Go back to Daniel chapter 10. This demonic being that is mentioned here is described as the prince of the kingdom of Persia. So this demonic being was assigned authority to rule over the kingdom of Persia. There's a demonic being who's been given authority over the kingdom of Persia, which is modern day Iran. You think about the things that you hear coming out of Iran today, the hatred that they have for the Jewish people, the hatred that they have for Israel, the hatred that they have for the United States. Where does that hate come from? It's demonic. It's demonic. At the end of the chapter, he's going to talk about going to battle with the prince of Greece, a demonic being with authority over Greece. It seems that angels and demons are assigned authority over different geographic regions, different empires, different countries. I believe there's an angelic being assigned authority over the United States. And a demonic being assigned authority over the United States. And the demonic forces want to stop God's plan from coming to pass in the world. Want to stop God's plan from coming to pass in our own country. Satan opposes God. He opposes God's word. He opposes God's design for the world and for mankind. Satan wants to kill, steal, and destroy what God created. Satan wants to destroy families. He wants to destroy marriages. He wants to destroy lives. He wants to destroy society. He wants to destroy law and order and security. He wants to destroy the church. He wants to destroy the distinctions that God has made in his creation between man and woman. Satan is described as the father of lies. He's a deceiver. He's a liar. He spreads lies. He spreads misinformation. He spreads confusion. Look at what's going on in our country. Look at what's going on in our country. And remember, we don't wrestle against flesh and blood. What's happening in our country is demonic. The battle in our country is a spiritual battle. It's not a political battle. It's not a social battle. It's a spiritual battle. And I believe that one of the tactics of Satan and his demons is to get Christians focused on the wrong battle and the wrong enemy and get us using the wrong weapons. To get us trusting in the weapons of this world. We need to march. We need to protest. We need to call our senators. We need to call our congressmen. We need to sign this petition. We still misunderstand. Those are all our rights to do as Americans, and we should practice the rights that we have. I don't deny that. But that's the world's weapons. That's the world's way of thinking. Those aren't really our weapons as Christians. For us as Christians, 2 Corinthians chapter 10, verse 4 tells us that the weapons of our warfare are not carnal, but mighty in God for pulling down strongholds. We don't use worldly weapons to fight a spiritual battle. Those are worldly weapons. 
We're so glad you tuned in to hear today's edition of Ring of Truth. Pastor Dan is continuing to teach through the book of Daniel, verse by verse, chapter by chapter. If you'd like to hear this message again or to listen to additional teachings from Pastor Dan, you're welcome to visit our website at calvaryec.com. Once there, you can listen to or download a wide range of previous broadcasts. Otherwise, simply subscribe to our podcast. Our podcast provides you with up-to-date teachings through the Bible and can be taken with you. This can be advantageous for those who are on the go much of the time. You'll find a link to subscribe to our podcast at our website, calvaryec.com, or just search for Ring of Truth in iTunes. We'd love to hear how Ring of Truth has had an impact on your life, so please let us know by giving us a call at 410-491-4592. That number again is 410-491-4592. We'd also really like to know how we could be praying for you. So when you call, don't be afraid to share your prayer requests with us. We'd be happy to pray with you and for you. It can be so helpful to others to know about and to be in prayer for the things on your heart. Well, that's all we have time for today. Join us next time as Pastor Dan continues teaching in this series through the book of Daniel. We look forward to the next edition of Ring of Truth. I see the signs and I recognize the hands that crack. General Michael J. Flynn, head of the Pentagon Intelligence Agency, knew all the government's dirty secrets. He was one of the most respected generals in the military. Flynn knew what the intel world had been up to. He understood its funding. He ordered the first audit of the use of contractors. This set off alarm bells. The explosive new documentary, Flynn, deliver the truth, whatever the cost, and covers the facts behind this scandal. Flynn told the truth. He was the most dangerous person for Donald Trump to hire. I find out the worst enemy that I'm going to face in my life is right here in America. They took my assessment and they wanted me to change it. I was like, I'm not changing it. They had to get rid of Flynn. With in-depth interviews, archival footage, and never-before-seen personal records to the man behind the headlines. I just felt like I was drowning. Flynn. Deliver the truth, whatever the cost. Available now. Watch it today. Go to salemnow.com. salemnow.com.